0: And now, it's time for the Sports Culture Podcast, only on SoundCloud.com and the SoundCloud app. I was going to stole my day. (laughs) We're recording, baby. Damn it. I kind of took the thrill out of that. That was my day. Uh, We are recording. We are recording, baby. From the uh, brand new Charlotte Hornets dedication room here in beautiful St. Clair Shores, Michigan. Yeah, I know. It's red. It's red. It is red. It's a red bone. It's a red bone. Got these lights that project red for recording, but... Here, watch this. I can turn it to teal. Oh, oh, oh brand new Charlotte Hornets room! Got <laughs> kind of a Carolina Panthers-esque. Mm. Oh, damn it. Gotta change wow. that now. No, that's just white. Okay, alright. Brand new Charlotte Hornets room, Sanquo Shores, Michigan. Uh, you are listening to the Sports Culture Podcast here on SoundCloud.com, SoundCloud app. And iTunes, iTunes. But before we get into the shit, we just want to make sure that you smash that like button. Uh, make sure you hit us up on Facebook, and also make sure that you hit us up on Instagram. Straight flexing. I'm the worst with social media. Last week, I have done jack shit all with that. Yeah, working the two jobs, one of them being retail and uh, Black Friday. You know, I did like seventy hours. <laughs> And that was with, like, two days off of the one job. You know what? And I kind of <laughs> have the same situation, too, with my desk job and my normal day-to-day job. Uh, and then uh, and then being a hockey referee, it kind of fucks things up. So we'll get on a better schedule. We'll, uh... I think kids. Get damn kids. <laughs> damn kids, indeed. Uh, oh, no dogs in the basement this week now. Uh, so you won't hear squeak, squeak. Uh, Like you did last week. No DMX. (laughs) What y'all really want? (laughs) Are my dogs? (laughs) Is that your dog? (laughs) They're still barking. They are still barking. You know what else is barking? Week fucking 12. The Week 12 NFL season. Week 12 NFL season, of course, Thanksgiving. Uh, Happy belated uh, Thanksgiving to you all out there. Hope you had a wonderful wonderful turkey day greens beans potatoes, potatoes tomatoes, tomatoes. <laughs> <You name it! laughs> and uh let's just say uh thanksgiving was definitely not for the dogs and what i mean by that is no underdog even came close to winning okay i here's my takeaway for thanksgiving okay so you and me and jordan who's not here again sick yeah dealing with stuff hopefully he comes back next week we're so, open. each of us have one, if not multiple, players from the New Orleans Saints. How the hell did they get this dominating win, and none of their players did shit? <laughs> like, no one did anything. I look at, like, Michael Thomas got three catches for 40 yards, so it must have been the Kamara show. I go to Jordan's team, Kamara had, like, ten points? What the hell? It must have been Drew Brees to that one fucking guy. And like Drew Brees got like forty, and he was projected seventy or something like that. What? I was, I was projected to win my matchup this week. Yeah. By, I forget what, what the margin was, but I was, I was supposed to have about two hundred and ten points. This week, now as we look at it, I'm down ten points. No, sorry, twenty points. I think. Oh, dude. I just need, Western Michigan alum. Corey Davis. <laughs> Have a nice game. To have a nice game, and it's really, really going to be just butthole clenching because he is not exactly the most consistent. Dude, so you have the highest scoring week, which has a payout. I have, I'm like 19 points away, I think it was when I looked. Something, it's close. I had it, but now I don't. The highest scoring week? I never had the highest scoring week. Yeah, last week you got it. No, Jordan, uh... Not in the... highest scoring of the week, not highest scoring week. Jordan oh. has that title. Oh, how much... How many did he get? 270. Oh, never mind. I was going to say, like, <laughs> I'm going to... me out of the I was water. Like, I was like, I have a chance to leapfrog you. All I need is my kicker to uh, break uh, Rob Baronis' record. <laughs> so, so <laughs> That's people, it. That's all I need. So people are probably, like, you know, barely listening and saying, like, oh my god. 270 points? What the fuck? I don't even have that in my fantasy. League. Our well, quarterbacks get pay, get uh, points for tying their shoes. They do, and you know what? It's like what, what's how does it work with uh, quarterbacks? And uh, our league, it's like if they hit over a certain, you get like yeah uh, milestone. Point, you get a point for every ten yards. You get a five point bonus for three hundred and fifty passing. You get a point per completion. It's six for touchdowns. You get a lot for your quarterbacks. Well, and as a result, you see numbers that we put up a week. Like, probably the worst that you could put up is like 130. I mean, I've, I've seen worse, which is like 110, which is like, it could be good for like a non PPR league. Dude. But my other league, I, I'm like battling for the last, one of the last two spots. And uh, I'm losing this week. I'm like, all right, well, as long as so this other guy loses. And he's going to win his matchup. And, like, an average score there is about 150, 160. He's going to win his matchup 84-79. to 79. What? Like, they both just, one of them had Andy Dalton. So, uh, it's like, okay. The other one, his team just sucked. And he's going to win. And I'm like, fuck, he's going to, like, knock me out of the playoffs well, with this garbage-ass performance. He doesn't have Andy Dalton anymore. That was the losing guy. Ooh. Are you joking, my asshole? That sucks. Well, yeah, no, and that that was really weird with Thanksgiving, especially for the New Orleans Saints. And yeah, my quarterback didn't put up the the most elite numbers in the world. Uh, but I mean, let's start with our Detroit Lions. They suck dick. Like it's just <laughs> they, there's really nothing to it, and. Going into the game, I knew exactly what was going to happen. I knew we were going to lose, despite them having one of the yeah we probably made a... the, t- the most typical backup quarterback that you can ever imagine, based on looks, based on just his resume. It just I believe it was, most... his third start in his nine-year career. Yeah, and his wife flew out for the game. Like they announced it, like his wife flying out for of the game. She better damn well fly out for the game. Yeah, you get three of these a decade. Exactly. <laughs> 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 it's like Haley's. What's Haley's comet? That's like oh, <laughs> once every, every like seventy years or whatever. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> Chase maybe Dangerous. Chase's comet or something like that. It's like once every like five years. She's gonna brag starts. about that to her kids. Like I went to every single game he played in. Mom, it's three games. <laughs> like, calm your tits. Well, maybe she can like exaggerate the number. Be like, well, you know, it's really like your 10 quarterback games started. was. He was in the league till he was forty. Yeah. <laughs> Your father got paid to hold a fucking clipboard, and he got to start three games. Well, do we start, do we count preseason? No, it doesn't. Oh, what no. It? Oh, no. What am I saying? Because he looked, what? No, he actually sucked in the preseason game. Didn't he? he was awful. He was so bad in the preseason, so I'm like, we might have a chance. And he just looked like an all-star against us. No big deal. Well, if you think about it, it's... He's basically a Detroit Lion. So he plays down to the, like, he basically plays down to the competition that he's supposed to beat, i.e. a preseason game, and yet when the lights come on on Thanksgiving, and it's not the B squad that you're going up against on D, it's the A squad, he fucking lights it up. You know what's crazy? Who is, like, considered the uh, Detroit Lions or the AFC? Oh. Oh, wow. Oh, mm, no. It, I can't see Cleveland Browns. I, that's... No. Really? Yeah. No. Yeah. Actually, now that I think about it. Dude. They are in the hunt for a <laughs> wild so card shot. What are they? Four, seven, and one, right? Uh, I don't know if they're four. They, I don't know. They might be five, six, and one. I got to look this up. So, uh, they, let's... They have a chance. So I'm actually going to look up the playoff picture. So, Like, they are the very last team that's in the hunt, but they are in the hunt. Okay, so we are looking at the NFL playoff picture for both conferences. So let's start with the AFC. Now, let's, yeah, let's start with the AFC. So as it stands right now, The Chiefs and the Patriots are sitting at one and two. In the wild card rounds, you have, if this season were to end today, Mm -hmm. you would have the Ravens going up against the Texans, and you would have the Chargers going up against the Steelers. In the hunt, as we speak... Wow, that's crazy, because the Chargers play the Steelers this week. Oh, wait, they play the... Oh, they do. Week 13, I believe. Oh, wow. Oh, I don't think I picked that game which by the way we have stone cold locks later on in the show so you may want to check that out but in the hunt look at them oh my god so they're we have, charging up the rear so we got <laughs> look who's so, just underneath them dude <laughs> are you kidding those, me? there's no way wait a minute okay so we got and this is my eyes are not deceiving me so the Colts, the titans dolphins Bengals, broncos Browns. Broncos are hot, dude. And you know who's underneath them? The fucking. No one circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills, sitting at the thirteenth seed, four and seven in the hunt. But I mean, we can't get our panties up in a britch right now. As it can't can't get our britches up in a it Can't get our panties up in a bunch. Uh, as we speak right now, because this is. I, I mean, it's kind of like in the regular season, week one. You know, you don't want to make anything of records. Right now, at this stage of the game, you don't want to make anything of who's in the hunt and who's not. It is fun, though. So, let's fuck it. Let's embrace it. I believe the game, the Monday night game, is Tennessee-Houston, correct? They are. And, like I said, my... Tennessee's good. They're, like, deceptively good. But if they lose, look at that fucking door that's open for Cleveland to slip into. I... I can't believe I'm even saying this, but it even says that the Raiders are still in the fucking hunt. Yeah, like, imagine... the Raiders are in the hunt if everyone loses. <laughs> I just want to see... It no, shows you every team in the league, that's why. They're, they're in dead last in the AFC, which is 16th. Oh, oh they're and done. Then, yeah, San Francisco <laughs> If you look dead at last. their upcoming record, <laughs> they play the Chiefs at home, then they got the Steelers at home, then they go on the road to Cincy, then they come home against the Broncos and they play at Arrowhead against the Chiefs. So, yeah, they're fucked. Um, the Browns are going 9-6-1. and one. Here's, here's <laughs> one... Here's one that I'm really disappointed in and that's Jacksonville. Yeah. And it kind of brings me up to this past weekend when the uh, Jags played against the Bills. That's embarrassing. And did you see... The tweet from earlier this year from Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, that's just the pick waiting to happen. Yeah, and that's exactly what he said. And did you see how the Bills responded after they beat him? That tweet didn't uh, age well. Oh, yes. (laughs) Good for Buffalo. You know what? And how Jacksonville is going to uh, not have Blake Bortles as a starter. Cody fucking Kessler is going to be... Starting this upcoming weekend for them. And uh one minute ago, Ian Rappaport, Leonard Fournette suspended one game for his unsportsmanlike conduct versus the Bills. Oh, really? Yeah, just, I just got the update. Is there a video on that? Hey, punch the dude's helmet. <laughs> I want to see that. So, Dante Moncrief caught a ball. Um... It was originally ruled a touchdown, but then they watched and he was down at, like, the one. But, like, he caught the ball at the exact same time, like, as the defender caught it. So, like, tie goes to the receiver. Oh, here. Let and, me put it... and neither one of them would let go of the ball and it just started a brawl. Let me put this up on the really, really expensive... Uh, Jumbo drive. The Sports Culture 5000. It's a really, really expensive uh, <laughs> television... That's uh, worth more than me. So, all right. Oh, and Shaq Lawson was uh, ejected as well. All right. So it all started the fight. because like these two guys just wouldn't let go of the ball, and like the whole time they're still on the ground fighting over the ball. Where's uh, where's Fournette? Okay. Oh. Oh, is that him at the bottom? Oh wow. Before it goes over there, Fournette got his helmet ripped off. And who's that on the ground? Are they still lying on the ground? They're still fighting for the ball. Are they? Okay. So who's that? Dante Moncrief and... Wallace. And they're still... It, I don't even think they're fighting over the ball. They like, just, they're near the pylon. Oh! You know what? That's dildo territory. That is absolute dildo territory. That is absolute dildo territory. They are right near the spot where the... Uh, where was it, was it two years ago? Dude, last two years. Or was it three years? it happened again this year? Well, what was the first time that it ever, ever happened against the Pats? Two, season, two seasons yeah, ago. Yeah, it was like two seasons ago. It happened almost in the same exact spot where, uh, who was it, Wes Welker? He was carrying the ball into the end zone and was sh- just short. And then shortly thereafter, a fan, Oh, I think it was Edelman. Edelman. Okay, yeah, it was Edelman. And he... Uh, Edelman was just short of the pylon, and some fan threw a dildo. It was just clear as day it was a dildo. Which, by the way, did you hear that that guy actually came out and said, like, the whole reason why I brought the dildo to the game was because I had a Halloween party the night before, and we went as, like, 70s porn stars. Mm. I knew I was going to the game the next day, so I decided to write Tom Brady's dildo on it. Nice. So you can see it says Tom Brady's dildo, but I think year after year after year, they get bigger and bigger and better. The yep. dildos do, at least. Yeah. I just want to see one team, and we've talked about this before. Throw butt beads. Exactly. Yeah. Butt the trend. Butt the trend. Evolve. Evolve or die. Throw butt beads onto the field. Throw lube onto the field. Uh, the lube could get dangerous. we gotta keep it. got to keep it safe here. Got to keep it out of, out of the reach of... Uh... Corderell Patterson. Yeah. Oh, wait, what happened with that? Oh, you didn't hear about that? No. <laughs> so he responded to a question because there's a video of him in the game. You can look for it. He uh, grabbed a dude's junk while he was on the ground. What? And a reporter asked him about it post-game. He said, if a dude's dick and balls and ass are in my face... I'm a grown-ass man, I'm going to hit him out my way. There's something <laughs> something to that effect. Like, he just cleared his day. This guy wouldn't get up from over top of him, so he just, like, you know, fucking mushed his balls up. <laughs> Did he actually say, like, I'm a grown-ass man? So I got to find the quote. He, he definitely said, I'm a grown-ass man. I know for sure he said that. Wait. But said, like, if, there, if a man's ass and dick and balls are in my face... Say no more. Look at the sports culture 5,000, and let's go to the replay. I want to see this so bad. So he just grabbed his nuts or something like that. Yeah. Good old-fashioned. Uh... Ooh. Are they gonna show yeah. the video? I don't want the music. Was the Oh! He's a grown-ass man. Oh! Oh, he really got a handful. And he looks down on him, too. Oh, I was seeing him grabbing him. I want to see the quote. What was the quote on that? I, I, if he really said, I'm a grown-ass man, that's spectacular. Okay, I don't know if we're going to get to that. but uh, I didn't know that that happened. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. Squeeze some nads. Dude, I'm on ball-squishing duty. Like, I watched the ball squishing. <laughs> and speaking of ball squishing or ball kicking, uh, the Lions are definitely getting it as we go into the... This is the uh, playoff picture for the NFC. So, if the season were to end today, obviously the Saints and Rams uh, would be at the top. Saints would actually be number one. Rams, number two. Don't forget, they had that head-to-head. Uh, then you got... Uh, Wild card rounds. We're going to talk skins and R-Words bear, and Bears. Uh, they would play against one another. And then we got the Vikings and Cowboys. And uh, I'm a grown man. Oh, I don't need no one's ass and dick and balls in my face. That was the quote. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the thing was, when he was grabbing the dick and balls, he, he grabbed have... it for a long time. Yeah. It took a while for the guy to fall over. Like, that was about, like, five Mississippis, I counted. And usually if you grab, like, if you grab a pair of testicles for more than five Mississippis, maybe, like, at five Mississippis or over five Mississippis... Definitely gay. Definitely. (laughs) And, hey, nothing wrong with that. It's 2018. We won't judge. We won't swing. We don't swing on that side of the fence. After further review. After further review, we've decided that, uh... He gay. <laughs> He's a grown ass man, though. He doesn't want no dick and balls. In his... I don't. I don't need that. I don't need no. I don't need no ass and dick and balls, in my face. In my face. He wants it in his hand, though. Yeah. He wants a. He wants a cup of that ass and balls and dick. <laughs> he wants all of it. Wow. I would actually really like this matchup, the Vikings and Cowboys. That one I would really like. Yeah. I I don't know why. For some reason, that one kind of intrigues well, me a little bit. They're the wild card teams, right? No, yeah, yeah. No, got, no, they're not. They're the what the yeah, hell? they are two wild card teams. Fourth and fifth seed. The okay. fifth and sixth seed are the wild cards. Oh, that's who they'd be playing. The that's who they'd round. be playing. Okay, that's yeah. who they'd be playing. And then Cowboys, Vikings, skins I and see. Bears would play. Again it was a, room the room. layout had me confused. The Bears are really, really big surprise. I, I didn't think that they would... When we went over like who would win each division... Yeah, I thought they'd be in dead last, in our, possibly in the league. But we all kind of said that they were heading in the right direction. Mm-hmm. That they didn't have the pieces yet to really build a, a team that can run in the playoffs. But, man, I mean... Do I think that they'll be successful? No, I don't think they'll... Obviously, get to a Super Bowl, but I guess if the season were to end today, they could definitely beat the Redskins, dude. Because they, dude, they're built a lot like when they had Sexy Rexy. Rex Crossman. I mean, they're kind of built the same way. They are kind of built the same way, but it makes you, it, it kind of makes you wonder though, with the Redskins and Colt McCoy, because it's not like he had a bad game. I don't think he had a bad game in particular i think his team around him had a bad game and it didn't really give him the support he needed yeah jordan reed was okay that's the surprise of the year it's fucking week 12 and he's still not hurt we talked about it last week and i thought we were gonna jinx it yeah i seriously thought we were gonna jinx the fact that he was gonna get hurt but he hasn't gotten hurt he's still in this thing if Vegas had an over-under on how many games... Oh, my God, are, he doubled it. <laughs> whoever took the over is a fucking millionaire at this yeah. point. They should have bet their entire life savings. And then the uh, the teams that are actually in the hunt, I mean, God damn. Seattle Seahawks, that's a team that we thought that they were going to be in like a rebuilding phase. Now, I think that they're going to get shit-pumped in yeah. the wildcard round if they even get there. But it's still kind of surprising. Not as surprising as the Texans, going seven straight. Now they they went from basically dead last. In fact, what was the stat that they gave for teams that were 0 and 2? Was it that uh, over 80% of teams that start 0 and 2 don't make the playoffs? Yeah, it's like I think like 15.7 some odd percent make it start 0 and 2. Yeah, well, look at them now. They're yeah. the third seed. It's a competitive division. <laughs> it is. It, it, it is. It But it's crazy because it's just like everyone's shooting themselves in the foot, but yet it just seems like, I, I don't know, it's a kind of a fun division. It's yeah. one of those ones where it's just like a fucking car crash, but it's still just fun to watch, and it's just like fun to see these four teams. Because really, I mean, okay. Take the Jags out of it; they suck. But you take a look at the Texans, you take a look at the Titans, and you take a look at the Colts. All three teams have a damn chance. Yeah, especially if the Titans beat the uh, Texans here on this uh, on Monday night, that's gonna fuck up that whole division. It really. <laughs> <laughs> Not that it's the Texans hard. will still be in the playoffs, but it's just gonna screw it all up. Because what would they go to Titans six and three? Titans will go to six and five. Did the Texans have the Colts are six and five. Or six and five, sorry. And the Texans will be seven and four. Okay, did the Texans have their bye-week yet? Uh yeah okay. yeah. Yeah yeah. Okay. Alright. Just wanted to make sure. So that's kind of fucked up, but um really I don't think it the NFC is not as intriguing as far as teams that are in the hunt. Really, there's three. Seattle. Carolina at Philly and Philly, it's almost as if like it's one of those things with the Super Bowl hangover myth, yeah. where you think it's just a myth, but really it's just like Philly is definitely proving that that myth is correct. That that's not really a myth at all; that it's fact. Super Bowl hangovers are real. But I mean, but still though, they're five and six, and the two other NFC East teams are in the playoffs. And they're 6-5. and five. And they just picked up Golden Tate, which I think is a good acquisition for them. I thought it was a good trade on our part to get yeah. rid of him. Because he was really... Uh, he was declining, if you those, think about Those, Plus, those, those three teams back. there, that are on the outside looking in, those are... Uh, That's going to be a tight race. Anything else, <laughs> Packers, Falcons, Bucks, Lions, uh, done. Very just, tight butthole. Just done. Just done. So, this is going to be a fun... Fun, home stretch for the fun, NFL. Fun, fun, fun. And uh, and speaking of uh, fun, you know it's not fun when your starting quarterback is out for the year, especially when it comes to Cincy. Ooh. Not only that, but Cleveland's former head coach now hired on as the new coffee snatcher for the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. He got chumped. Yeah. Got chumped on the field and off the field, both by Baker Mayfield. Did you see the, um... They put a whooping on him. Did you see the handshake between, uh, Baker and Hugh? Just handshakes, no hugs. It was just that, it was icy cold. Yeah, Hugh definitely was going in for a hug, and Baker's like, nah, I don't want no part of that. And then I guess Baker Mayfield said... Feeling dangerous today. He said something about, uh... He said something on Instagram about Baker Mayf- or about uh, Hugh Jackson. Ooh, who has the most points for... Uh, who had the most points scored? Which team this week? Look up at the top of that ticker. Wait, top of the ticker? Yeah, which team had the most points scored? Wait, no. The Cleveland what, what, Browns. What I mean, we, can, sh- we can't see every team. There might be some other teams that score more than 35. Well, oh, no, I think... Uh, I was gonna say San Diego. I was gonna do all oh, the Chargers. Yeah, I was gonna do it. Yeah, they scored a gazillion points. But it's still a fucking impressive. I, you know what? As much as I've said this before, I wanna I, see. A, I wanna see a fucking Browns Chargers game. I never in a million years, years thought I would to see say a fucking that. Browns Chargers game. Well, what's the upcoming schedule for the Browns? They got. Okay, so they got. Oh, oh they're at the Texans. Ooh, oh, that's a that's a rough stretch. Well, oh, Carolina. Now, Carolina, that's a that's a little bit of a trap game right there if you think about it. Because while Carolina got their asses smoked, well, Cleveland, if you want to be in the playoffs, you got to beat three teams that'll probably be in the playoffs. Texans, Panthers, and who's the other team that you think is going to be in the playoffs? Well, the Baltimore. Ravens, yeah. Or the or, Broncos, either one. I think they can... Uh, I think they can do it. That's all. Mm, I think and... they can. I think they'll go... Okay, so what's their next three? So they got Houston, Carolina, Denver. I think they'll go two for three. I think they lose against the Texans, but I think they beat Carolina, and I think they beat Denver. And sorry, Sam, I know you don't want to hear that, but I think, I think they do. And then Cincy is easy, and especially the fact that you're playing at home. That, you know... I never really wanted to watch a fucking Cincinnati-Cleveland game, but I will now. <laughs> week 16. Week 17. That might be a... That's week si- No, week s- Week 17 oh, against the Ravens. That could be a win-and-in kind of game. It could be a win-and-in kind of game, or, or it could be exactly like last year. Remember? Final game of the season for the oh, Baltimore Ravens. Yeah. Maybe, instead of Cincinnati giving them the old what-for, maybe it's Cleveland that does it. Yeah. Hey! Yeah. And how yeah. awesome would that be, especially considering the ties that Cleveland has to Baltimore with fucking Art Model. <clears throat> how incredible would that be? That's must-see TV. I love these Browns. I do. I wanted them to be the jobber of the NFL, but now I really want them to win. I don't know why. I love Baker Mayfield. So you're saying there's a chance. There is a chance. And, uh, I guess, uh, Baker Mayfield called Hugh Jackson fake in, uh, in response to, like, this Instagram post. Uh, oh, yeah, and then he actually had a, uh, he actually was in, like, a post-game interview after the game this week, mm. and somebody uh, asked him about Hugh Jackson. He goes, well, he left Cleveland. He goes down to uh, Cincinnati. I don't know. It's just somebody that was in our locker room asking us to play for him, and then he goes to a different team we play twice a year. Everybody can have their spin on it, but that's how I feel. You know that there's animosity there. Yeah. And you, and That's know... a politically correct way of saying fuck them. <laughs> like... <laughs> well, and you know what? Hugh Jackson really is the heel in this. He—it's gonna be awesome when they uh, when he's the head coach for Cincinnati next year. <laughs> you know what? I was thinking the same thing today. It's—it's it's not that far off. They finally get rid of Marvin Lewis. Like, how <laughs> pissed would you be if you're a Bengals fan? We finally got rid of Marvin Lewis. Who's our coach? Interim coach Hugh Lewis. A uh, Hugh. Hugh Jackson. Oh. Oh. Well, you know what? Here's the thing. It's... I can't say it's progress if they do it, but at least they're getting out of the purgatory of mediocrity and moving into either... At least they're going in a direction. The direction's down. They're going down (laughs) if they do that. But at least they're going somewhere now. And if they hit rock bottom... Then they can draft like a shit ton of draft picks and the Rock says. And you know what? Hugh Jackson will be the coach and more than likely, considering Cincinnati's history of coaches, uh, they'll probably sign him for like ten years. So they'll have ten years of succitude. And they'll get like ten years of draft picks, number one picks. They'll all suck. And you know what? Yeah, the I... Cincinnati Bengals could be the next Cleveland Browns in the oh, NFL. No, no one's Cleveland Browns. That's true. God damn it, Cleveland Browns. No one is. No one is. Uh, So, really, I think that was it for Week Twelve. I mean, we talked about Jalen Ramsey; he got chumped. But I mean, as far as the football world is concerned, as a whole, the NFL wasn't the most surprising thing. It was college. So. This weekend started off with a bang. There was two big things that happened, one of them being something that's locally near and dear to Michiganders. And if you're a Michigan state person, you're probably cheering for the fact that you know they lost and you shouldn't because you know, you got uh, jail sexed by Michigan <laughs> a few weeks ago. Uh, and I'm a state fan so I'll... I don't want to hear any Michigan State fan say anything you haven't scored a touchdown in three weeks <laughs> we love them <laughs> we love them but I mean come on there's a Bill Cosby mean that uh, might be too far <laughs> 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 there's a Bill Cosby mean uh, It might be too far <laughs> This is Michigan for God's sakes. Uh, I had to stop myself. I just said I had to stop myself as Bill Cosby. He's never yeah. said those words. Oh my oh, no, sorry, that's that's it. That's the Bill Cosby out. No Good more. night everybody. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <but>. Oh god. <laughs> that was bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I mean No, this week started with got, the, this week actually started off with a really cool bang before the games even started. Fucking uh Alabama, they're filming uh bad boys or something at their stadium. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> they they had like a huge rainfall or something like yeah, that. Yeah. And, and so. there's you know what? Bring in the choppers. <laughs> Well, I mean, take a look at what Alabama's doing right now. They're winning national championships and shit. They're getting that money. Yeah. So, of course, they can afford to spend it on helicopters that can help dry their fucking field. How many choppers did they get in there? I think they just had two. They only had two helicopters hovering. And they're hovering, like, ten feet above the, like, the surface. What's another big-time school? Like, uh, like Outdoor big, schools too Like Ohio State They would probably say Oh yeah we got three choppers <laughs> Although they No we don't even need helicopters We got like a fucking uh, Drainage system underneath That takes care of it. it You know and that's the thing They don't even have like a drainage system To take care of it They spend like X amount of millions of dollars In the fucking stadium Yeah I don't know like another one is like LSU. Their field's always fucking falling apart and like you know they make money. It does look cool though. It looks cool but like dude, it always gets ripped up. It does, but here's one thing that bothers me about LSU's field. Uh normally most football fields have 10, 15, 20, 30, 40, 50 yard lines. They have 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35. It just it so many damn numbers. Yeah. But the fucking eye in the middle of the field. It's cool. It's fucking cool. And they have the two uh the, the goal posts, not the single post in the middle like most NFL stadiums have. It's like a high school oh. kind of setup. Except it's like curved, so it's like a it's like a hybrid between like a typical high oh, school. So it's it's like a it's like a soccer net. But it's like curved. So it looks like a football field goal post that you would find at the pro level. But it's got the two bars. So, it, I don't know. It's kind of unique. Florida State is the same thing. Mm. But it's kind of like going back to the old school roots, you know? Not one post, do to two. Two posts. Two posts. But, uh, yeah, what Tom was referring to with... <laughs> I want to get in that ass, too. <laughs> what he was referring to with Bill Cosby was uh, Ohio State... Uh, Michigan came out, uh, what was the spread on that game? That's what I want to know. Uh, well, it doesn't really matter, because Michigan was favored to beat Ohio State, and let's just say the complete opposite happened. In fact, it was so completely opposite that it makes things that are completely opposite not look completely opposite at all. Yeah, I had a feeling it was going to be a high-scoring game. And um, it was higher scoring than I was even anticipating. I was thinking, like, now it's weird because they both have, like, good defenses. But I'm like, when these two teams play each other, normal rules just get thrown out the window. And I just have a feeling it's going to be one of those games where whoever has the ball last will win. I'm thinking, like, 35-31, something like that. And uh, I was wrong. <laughs> the final score it was it was 61 to 39 or something like that. Oh my god, it was awful. I was like, damn, like does any team either team want to play just like some sort of defense? And like well, the make the breaking point was the block, the block punt. And the thing is, Michigan really prided themselves on their defense. Oh, here's the spread. Four and a half point favorites Michigan was. I wonder what the over-under was. Which makes sense. I thought it would be about a four point game. A high scoring game by less than a touchdown. I didn't think it would be like a week one Ohio State playing some weird bum fuck school. Arkansas State Cobras. Or whatever the fuck they're... Or Grambling State. I mean, they have a really good band. Yeah. Dude, Grambling State Southern, that's the game to watch. And it's not even the game that you watch. It's the halftime shows. Yeah, dude. Nick Cannon's out there. <laughs> it's incredible! Oh, they uh, dropped their drumsticks, I guess they're... Do- they had backup drumsticks! <laughs> like. You gotta love it. Uh Oh... Oh, wait, sorry. I thought I found the spread, or I thought I found the uh, over-under for that game. But that was crazy. But like Texas AMU needed seven overtimes to score as many points as Ohio State. (laughs) Needed (laughs) Needed seven overtimes and to boot a fight at the end. So apparently, oh whoa 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 yeah, whoa, you this didn't is like see this. staff. Like normally it's players, but this is staff getting into a fight. Oh, you know it's bad when there's a guy in khakis and a polo <laughs> with just the most limp wrist. Number twenty, shove. Number ten, uh, number twenty-two. Texas A and M 74-72. What was the over under in that game? Really? Uh, I'll take the over. Yeah, hundred percent. There's seven overtime victory over number seven LSU. This is deadspinby.com, by the way. Uh, was a spectacle. Da, 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 da. Uh, uh, there was a post-game fight between an Aggie staffer and Kevin Falk, LSU's director of player development and former NFL running back. Uh, a few more details have emerged since Saturday, but most notably than the other guy who is decidedly not former NFL running back, is reportedly called Fisher, a Texas A&M undergrad football student manager and the nephew of head coach Jimbo Fisher. Mm. So here's the fight. Here's some of the fight. Um, I got it up on the very expensive Sports Culture 5000. Assistant fight. Oh, you got to imagine that there's headbutts being thrown. No, that's the, uh, that's the strength trainers. Some guy's holding me away. I got a quarter zip on, damn it. Don't make me zip this thing down. You ever heard uh, Coach O talk? No. Yeah, talks like this. Hmm. There's really not much of anything. Got a couple <laughs> of shoves. It's just crazy that... Uh, oh, hey, old-ass Mac Brown got a job. Oh, yeah. He's, uh... Just, that just reminded well, me. Somehow that reminded me. Well, that's not official yet, right? I think so. North Carolina, right? Yeah, it's North Carolina. It's pretty much all but a done deal. Yeah, he's going to take his shirt off. Spin it around his head. Spin it like a helicopter. He's got to raise up. This one's for you. This one's for who? Us. 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 (laughs) Oh, wait a minute! Okay, hang on. Uh, So, what is this, uh... (laughs) Here's a quote: Damien Craig started the whole thing, just trash talking and yelling and screaming a bunch of crap. Uh, Craig was hired by Miles uh, to be their uh, to be LSU's wide receivers coach back in 2016. Uh, he kind of peeled off. It was a melee. Everything happened so fast. I'm sure he didn't know I have a pacemaker. I think he got punched in the pacemaker. I didn't appreciate getting punched in the pacemaker. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't appreciate Appreciate getting punched 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 in the the pacemaker. pacemaker. Oh, what a quote. I'm not feeling good right now. I have no idea who the guy is, but he was wearing an A&M shirt. I think I saw him signaling during the game. He was credentialed, so A&M should know who he is. He got punched in the fucking pacemaker. God, that's my favorite quote I've ever heard someone say. If you ever get into a fight with a guy who has a pacemaker, punch him in it. He's not going to appreciate it. He's not going (laughs) to appreciate it, but he might go down like a ton of bricks. Let's just say that. But not only do you have an overtime game that lasts seven overtimes, which, by the way, I think the NFL should adopt college rules for overtimes, but... You had the spread well over what was it buck 40. yeah 140 or the over under six whatever yeah the, oh, the over under yeah, yeah. <coughs> God damn, you hit it. 74-72 victory and you get a fight for that. Whoever was at that game definitely got their money's worth. Oh, despite yeah. these two teams not having a chance in hell. You got to see someone get hit in the pacemaker. You got to see someone get hit in the pacemaker. Haymakers to pacemakers. Pace <laughs> did you just come up with a t-shirt? Yes, you did. <laughs> yes, you did. You will find oh. that very, very soon. Oh. We'll be selling those. We just got to remember to sell them and make oh them and produce God. them. Haymakers to the pacemaker. Love it. Oh, man. Uh, Feeling dangerous with that baker, pacemaker. You know who else is feeling dangerous? Steph uh, Steph Curry. Oh, yeah. Steph Curry with the shot when he was in his car and got damaged. Uh, So, I guess uh, Steph Curry got into a car crash? With his Porsche. Motorsport. Maybe he was a dork because he didn't put that thing in sport. But here's the video. Oh, so this was uh, apparently on Friday that this happened, and he was in Oakland. Uh, his car lost control, skidded out, and slammed... Oh, another car uh, lost control, skidded out, and slammed into Steph Curry's car. Look like he, uh, You look have like... to be the biggest fucking asshole in that city now. Uh, so here's the video. We're watching it. So, looks like your... the guy, like, lost control of it right in front of Steph Curry and yeah. caused him to go into the barricade. Oh! So, cars uh, on I the right. Clipped oh. him. He clipped them. Kind of looks like a, a really, really um, not-so-entertaining car crash at a NASCAR event. The guy in the silver car hit really hard. Yeah, he did. There's the damage. That's which, not terrible. That's uh, not terrible. It's bad. But if you own a Porsche, yeah, I'm sure it's really fucking bad. How much you have to pay? That's twelve grand. <laughs> which I mean, you know, is chump change for him. I want to see the other guy's car though, because he hit. He hit the he hit the barricade like square. They didn't uh, show me. Don't give a fuck about the other guy. Uh, I guess uh, no arrests were made. Uh, Officials believe the weather, because it had rained all day, was a factor. I believe that. But, seriously, if you're the guy who ran into him, you better move out of town really, really quick. Because you... All I gotta say is, how dope... Would this memorabilia be? If you have a broken piece of bumper signed by Steph Curry, how sick would that be? You would have his mouth guard. Maybe like a game-worn jersey. And the fucking bumper for the front of his fucking Porsche. How well, sick would it have well, been you have if the be signed, part, signed it? If you're like, I have the autographed um, bumper from the crash with Steph Curry. You got the autographed Porsche bumper? Like, no, I got the, I got the Maserati one, that I was driving. I got the fucking uh, Mitsubishi Eclipse, that I was driving. <laughs> but he still signed it. That would be so sweet, dude. And just imagine, hey, this is, uh, this is actually from Steph Curry's car crash. This is a piece of his Ferrari. This isn't a Ferrari. It was a Porsche. Uh, this, this is, uh, this isn't a Porsche. This is a Ferrari. Damn it. Fucking Eli Manning sold me this one <laughs> asshole. Yeah, it's game worn. It's accident worn memorabilia. Yeah, bullshit. That's fucking stupid. Porsche. Uh so I mean that kinda covers that. I mean we we're yeah, glad, glad that he's a, we're glad that he's okay. I mean a Cop took a picture with him. Yeah. Oh did he? Well
1: not he on purpose. But he's
0: like, look at that pose. <laughs> Look at that stance. That guy looks like he's about to put a haymaker to a pacemaker. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that guy looks like Prince Harry. <laughs> he does. He does. It's and just Steph like, more... like Steph Curry's like, is that fucking... Is that him? So we is that, that Prince stance. Harry? So I, I just want to zoom in a little bit on the stance. Who's the agent in the back? Oh, <laughs> my... <laughs> He's just, he popped out from, behind. he photobombed it. That's the guy who got in the other, so Oh, Honda. that's the guy who got in the accident. It's a Honda Civic then. <laughs> <laughs> it might be, dude. Oh. It is a sedan. Wait, hang on, let's go to the story again. Uh, they don't, they don't tell us anything about this other dude. We have to know. Okay, wait, oh, there's dash cam video. Oh, no, wait, that's the video that we watched. We just want to know, okay, it's a silver Lexus. Ah, it's a silver Lexus. Uh, and it was a Porsche, yeah, black <coughs> Porsche. Silver Lexus, damn, wait. Hey, no, hang on. About ten minutes later, while Curry waited in the median for assistance, a Honda Civic veered into the concrete (laughs) hole. Dude. I fucking knew it. (laughs) This is why stereotypes exist. (laughs) Part of the... One of the cars involved in the accident was a Honda Civic, and it just so happens that an Asian guy is photo bombing. I mean, come on! <laughs> you can't make that up. <laughs> oh. God. Oh yeah, the Lexus ran onto him. Yep. Sorry, Tom, you weren't right on that one. Wait, hang on. <laughs> a Honda Civic got in there? You bet your ass. Wait, hang on. Hang on though. They don't say the color because that's an uh, that's an important thing. It, although you know what, I think the guy behind him—the yeah, the Asian guy behind him—oh my god, jeez, you were damn. <laughs> yes. High five for that. One. Mild, yeah. mild racism. Mild racism. <laughs> but it was right. I don't that's, know, the thing. that's crazy. I don't know, that's racist. I, I think it's, I think it's just a it's, observation. <laughs> It just happened know. to be true. <laughs> well, like, here's an observation. So, um when we were younger I did a slideshow. Oh, there's a slideshow of this? Oh of course there's a fucking picture! <laughs> there is a picture of the cops with Steph Curry! <laughs> Hey, sorry your hey, car sorry. got fucked. You want to take a picture, picture? with us? The... Can we take a selfie? Dude, how tall is that guy? Oh, that's a tall drink of water right there. it's like seven feet. You know what? He looks like a guy... Look at his uh his left ankle. So we're looking on, uh, what is this? SanFranciscoGate.com And there's a photo of this guy. It's like There's a photo of four guys in the photo. One of them is Steph Curry. Two of them are cops. One, I think, is like a a firefighter or an emergency responder. Uh, Oh, no, all all three of them are cops. There's one cop to the right who's about the same height as Steph Curry, and that's not saying much because he's not necessarily what you would consider to be a tall guy, but looks to be... He's taller than Steph Curry. He is a little bit taller than Steph Curry, but take a look at his left... From his perspective of his left ankle. Is he doing a stanky leg and he's just mid stanky leg? Or did he Steph just like just break broke his, his ankle? Exactly. <laughs> he yeah. looks like he broke his ankle. Because his leg kinda remains kind of to the sort left. of looks like Kirk Cousins a little. Oh my god wait. Look at the one guy's ears, dude. Uh yeah. Now no, no, move the camera or move the picture over slightly. And just look at those ears. Wait. Look at those ears. Kirk Cousins. Not his. Kirk Cousins. Mitch Chubisky? Eh. Fucking antenna on the left. Look at those fucking ears. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. Those Those guys' ears are fucking huge. Those could put a haymaker to a pacemaker. Oh, yeah. Fucking Dumbo over here. Oh, my God. Fly away, motherfucker! I love that the first picture after the crash is, "Hey, let's take a picture together." <laughs> let's, let's, see. yeah. And then we're kind of looking at some more photos. Oh no, it's just a basketball shot of him. Damn. Oh, that's crazy. And speaking of crazy, so last year, and we gotta we gotta move into this because last year the NFL, they said, "All right, you know what? You guys want to have fun. Have some fun." We're allowing end zone celebrations. Just no props. You can well, you can use the ball as a prop. Mm-hmm. Uh, just have fun with it. You guys want to do team celebrations? You can do team celebrations. Whatever you want. Oh, hey, Katie, how you doing? Thanks for interrupting the show. Oh, that's no problem. Hey, <laughs> and Katie just walked downstairs. We're uh, my basement is kind of near a laundry room and whatnot, so. Uh, so they said, "All right, yeah, we'll have a uh, we'll have end zone celebrations," and last year went bonkers. I mean, the Lions did the Rock Yeah. The Eagles did a bunch of them. Like they danced to Meek Mill. Yeah. They uh, they did like a bowling celebration. They did. Uh, I think Golden Tate did a stunner or an elbow. I don't remember. He did the people's elbow. Okay. Except, like, his looked like if Vince McMahon was walking, mm. and then he, like, shook his elbow repeatedly. And the Vikings had a ton of celebrations last year. I don't even remember half of them. One of them was, uh, it was... We thought it was Duck duck, uh, duck duck Goose, but apparently they call it Duck Duck Gray Duck. Hmm. I guess that's, like, a thing in Minnesota. It's actually brother. I don't know. He might know. Uh, but this year we haven't really seen as much until... Things started to ramp up, I would say, a few weeks back. So, and I kind of want to reflect on some of these end zone celebrations so far. A few weeks back, there was a couple of throwback celebrations that we forgot to highlight. One of them being the classic Joe Horn, pull out the cell phone from underneath the goal pad, call your mama, tell him you scored a touchdown. Michael Thomas did that. Yep. And then the very same week on Monday Night Football, uh, the Tennessee Titans got an interception, took it back for a pick six. The guy who scored runs out to center field to to the star of Dallas' stadium and looks up to the heavens exactly like Terrell Owens did. And then this week... Get your popcorn ready. Get your popcorn ready. And then this week, I actually kind of liked this week's end zone celebrations. Uh, this week, during the Bears-Lions game, the Bears, I thought it was kind of a classy move on their end to shout out Detroit and Motown a little bit by doing a little bit of a Motown routine. Oh, yeah, they did the shoot. The, the shoot. Little, the shoot. Let that thing. Yeah. And then probably the number one this year. I don't know if it can be me. As far as team celebrations, it was the Minnesota Vikings. Limbo. Mm. Tyreek Hill had a good one. What did he do? Oh, he jumped into the crowd and then uh, told the camera guy to move and took control of the camera. (laughs) Did he get penalized for that? No. No, no penalty, no fine. That's weird. Yeah. Wait, I thought cameras were props. They are. They just didn't flag them. This is a few weeks ago, or like two or three weeks ago. That's crazy. And you know what? It, it kind of makes me think about Thanksgiving again. What? <laughs> with Zeke. What? That's my Zeke, when he, remember a few, uh, what was it, a couple years back? Jumped into the uh, Salvation Army kettle. Yeah. Well, I this, think it, he had another touchdown where he like ran up to it and then just like, put the ball in it like he was acting like he was going to jump in it. No. He, uh, he had a guy right near the kettle. And score the touchdown. He drops the ball. The guy gives him twenty five dollars, and then he just throws it into the kettle, like to make a donation. Yeah. Which I thought was kind of cool, but then it made me think, what a cheap bastard! <laughs> like you, you make all this Dude, money. I don't even. I don't even put twenty five cents in the kettle, like. <laughs> <laughs> right, but you're not like a player making millions and millions of dollars. Millions of dollars. <laughs> dollars. Millions, dollars. millions dollars. of dollars. Millions of dollars. <laughs> But I thought it was just crazy that, like, you know, you want to go big. Yeah, you want to big. Like, you want to throw haymakers at pacemakers, you know. You want to go big. We're putting that on a fucking t-shirt. I'm telling you, <laughs> we're putting that on a fucking t-shirt. So, all right, and that kind of covers that. So, before we end this, now, uh, in this, during this podcast, we've kind of I know we like to talk about off the field sort of on-the-field related stuff. What? Never really anything about X's and O's, but we have been having a little fun with uh, football in particular and kind of talking about the X's and O's for that. But ever since I got into my gambling addiction, which (laughs) means uh, I bet on one game this past Thanksgiving, and by the way, fuck you, Washington Redskins, covering seven and you get me fucking eight point differential fuck you fuck you fuck you hard seriously sorry i had to get that out of my system uh but i (laughs) (laughs) that was the chair (laughs) no that was the washington redskins on thursday fuck them fuck them so hard seriously fuck them one point everyone knows rules at one point, everyone knows the rules. So we are going to make some picks now. Going from now until the end of the season, here's what we're going to do. I told Tom and I told Jordan, make three stone-cold Steve Austin lock picks. What? What? So what I want to do right now is have three picks. <laughs> So that's exactly what we're going to do, and towards the end of the year, of course, we're going to tally things up, but we're thinking the last weekend of the season, we're going to have everybody put down maybe like 50 bucks on Bovada, and then we'll have a couple of picks, what? and maybe we'll have like a, I don't know, maybe some kind of a payoff, but ladies and gentlemen, this is the opening week The premiere of our Stone Cold Steve Austin Lock Picks NFL. (laughs) Where's the sound? Wait, I want to play that louder so that everybody knows what time it is. What? What? Give me a hell yeah. It's time for some Stone Cold Steve Austin Lock Picks of the Week. So... Week 13. We each had to pick three games that we thought were our Stone Cold Locks. Now, this week I decided to make it interesting. So I was talking to my wife beforehand. And she uh, has always wanted me to do something that I never wanted to do. But we kind of got into like this little like playful argument. And one thing led to another. So, I told Katie that if I go, oh. I do not want you to do it. Why? Wait, what? Not that I've always wanted you to do it. it's a joke. Why don't you come on down here, Katie? No. Come on. No, come on down. Come on. Come on. Come oh, in, come she's about show. to Oh, she just, oh she just no, okay, right. she's just bitched out. Okay, alright. She's hungry. Well, okay, alright. So. You're going to see deal Cassie is, Griffith live. Here's the deal. So. I told her if I go above 500 on my picks for this week, that she has to do some favors for me. However, if I go below 500 for the week, I have to take a shot of her breast milk. Mm. And I have to do it on next week's episode. Ooh. So I'm. I wanted to do that because I do it for the views. I do it for the listens. I do it for the subscribers. I do it for you guys. Nobody can really hear you, Katie. I got the mic and I got the power, and you don't. <laughs> and so, <laughs> yeah, she wanted to do a spoonful. I wanted to go bigger, go home. A spoonful because it, of sugar. It helps the medicine go you know, Uh It's gonna help the breast milk come out. <laughs> 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 breast milk. Breast milk. Made my day. Yeah. So each of us had to make our picks. Uh, my personal bet with Gady is I have to go above 500 on my picks. Otherwise, I'm going to be drinking some breast milk. I don't want to do it. I'm probably going to puke. Two uh choices. So that means I really have to make my picks strong. Stone goals, stone gold strong. So let's start with Jordan since he's not here. Uh, so Jordan's picks, he decided to run with the dogs because he thinks that hungry dogs, hungry dogs, run faster. Mm. So he's going. With the cards to cover against the Pack. Okay. By the way, the Pack are favored 14 and a half. And this is Monday, so obviously the spread's going to change, but we're going to lock it in. We're going to lock it in this lock week. It. We're going to lock it in this week. Arizona, he's going to pick them to cover against the Pack. Uh, He's going to go with Jacksonville, plus three and a half. To cover against them. Uh, and he originally was going to say that he was going to take the Lions to cover 10 against the Rams. But he backed out like a bitch and decided to go with the Panthers who are favored for over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And he's saying that the Carolina Panthers are going to cover that. So... Uh, put that on the record. Cardinals, Colts, no, Cardinals, Jags, Panthers. Mm. Thoughts on those picks? That's not bad. That's not bad. I I think that one. I think it was a bitch move to back out on the Detroit deal. Two of my picks were for over/unders and not for the actual who's gonna win. Is that okay? What did What did you go with? Two of my picks are gonna. Are choosing like either over or under. Is that all right? Or that's no? not no. That that I, I laid that out in the rules. Okay, you can Do cool. whatever you want. Why don't you go with your picks? Okay. Well, one of mine is the same as Jordan's. Um, <clears throat> I think the Cardinals um, will cover the points. I still think Green Bay's gonna win, but I don't think they're gonna win by two touchdowns. Yeah, that's, that's or more just, than technically more than two touchdowns. I that's hate those. I hate those kind of spreads because it's kind of like. Green it Bay. Makes you think, That's a trap. Green Bay is not as good as people think, too. I know Arizona's bad. No. No, you're absolutely <clears> right. My other ones were uh, Dallas and New Orleans. They're over under as of right now is uh, 53. I'm going over. Dallas and New Orleans? Over 53. Wow. And then the other one where the heck was that was Philadelphia, Washington over under 44 stone cold lock under whoa, whoa. lock Washington? it in under 44 under 44 under, under. wow okay and that's a stone-cold lock. Well, I think I got the stone-cold lock that'll beat that one. So, I'm all about being bold and everything. I wanted to be safe, but you know what? Fuck it. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm not going to be a bitch like Jordan. <laughs> deciding, oh, no, I'm going to back out on the Detroit Lions deal. No, I'm going to go with it. I'm just going to take the Rams to cover the points. Nine, it's, uh... It was a 9-point differential, or was it 10? No, it's 10. I'm taking the Rams to cover Okay. on that one. So the, And so the Lions are given 10 points, but you still are choosing the Rams? I'm still choosing the Rams because the way I think of it is this. Yeah, sure, Lions are playing at home. Yeah, sure, they've beaten the teams that they have no business beating. However, the Lions are without Marvin Jones now. He's done for the year. Todd Gurley is only probable. Just probable. So, more than likely, he's probably going to start this game. Yeah, he's probably going to start. Detroit's down in the dumps, coming off of a horrible loss on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Rams had one of the most incredible Monday Night Football games that you will ever watch. Ever. That, and they just... They're fresh off of the Bioway. And you know who's hungry. Because I, I don't... They've probably played before, but... The Dominican Sue, He... Oh, and he that's hungry. another thing. He hungry. He hungry. He wants to prove his former team wrong. And you know what? Say what you will about the... It, Rams, oh, they're going to get too comfortable and whatnot. I don't think so. I think that loss against New Orleans is still, like, lingering in their mouth. And I think it's so just awful tasting they want to get rid of it by just running hashtag running the table mm-hmm. sorry tom oh now i got the other hashtag <laughs> what's the other one the new one is hashtag agent of chaos <laughs> oh because you want to because you want to fuck up other people's playoff chances i mean <laughs> i mean you, if you put it like that then i mean i only offered a trade for you know person in sixth and fifth who who else did you oh so uh kind of sidetracking here uh last week after we got off the air tom got home and we were all watching the um the monday night football game you needed la's defense to to get negative to get negative or just like not many points and my thought process was if cooks can get about 25 i'll probably win Cooks gets 25 points. LA Rams give up seven touchdowns and a field goal. You'd think that would be fine, but in our league, giving up seven touchdowns and a field goal <laughs> means that you get 40 fucking points. Well, don't forget that they had four fucking interceptions throughout the game. Still, that's ridiculous. One, for, one didn't they run one back to the house? They, I think they had two defensive <laughs> touchdowns. <laughs> that's. Cr- but still. Both by the same guy. But still, like, that's ridiculous. That's crazy. Tom lost his shit. And now, I wasn't with Tom, but I've known Tom. Tom and I... Tom, myself, and Jordan, we've all been best friends for, like, what? Over eight years? Nine yeah, years? It's around it's, there? Yeah, yes. We know each other very, very well. And we know Tom. Tom can get into the games. And... If things aren't going his way, it shows. And I wasn't near you at the time, but I knew exactly what you were thinking and what you were doing. I knew you were st- the game off because I was so mad. You were stewing. I knew you were. And I knew you were also stewing because you texted in the group chat, who wants to make some trades? Let's do this. Yeah. The and deadline sa- was coming up. And I said, all right, you know what? Fuck it. I'll give you T.Y. Hilton, you give me Christian McCaffrey. You said, done. We make the deal. Kamish vetoes it three times. Yeah. And instead we settled I thought it was a good trade that we made for Joe Mixon and T.Y. Hilton. Yeah, they got pretty much the same points this week. Right. But I have a running back. I have a second running back now, a backup option as well to... um, I fucking picked up the most random because I oh Saquon I got you know because I got rid of a running back I have like no running backs now <laughs> I got McCaffrey that's it I'm like I guess I'll pick up this Gus Edwards guy that I've never heard of and he fucking went off did, did you he, see that he yeah, had like 121 yards rushing not as it, that's crazy but it's not as off as uh, Christian McCaffrey was oh no, no he got he went, over he went, 100 oh. yards both rushing. And receiving Yeah And Was it a touchdown Yeah a receiving recei- touchdown And a rushing touchdown Yeah That's crazy And no he ended bonkers. up with like what 56 points In our week. Yeah and Kirk Cousins had like 80 <laughs> Like I was like oh. oh Kirk Cousins did that well last week was like Yeah this would have been great If you guys would have done this Last fucking week <laughs> You know Like Is your brother uh, A big um, Vikings fan or It's kind of You know What is he mostly man. leaning towards I don't know. <laughs> he just I kind of he kind of roots for both the Vikings and the Lions. He's more of just a football guy. Yeah. Yeah, he's just a football kind of guy's kind of guy. Uh anyway, so All right. So I'm taking the Rams to cover. Oh, I also made uh, offer trades to Jordan and uh this gentleman Kyle and uh oh and the the Novish League? No, video. no, in, in our, in Jordan. Oh, in Rance. okay, all right, Kyle Ransom. Yeah, the, the and, good um, ours. and Jordan's like, I don't really need a quarterback because Wentz was doing bad. I'm like, you sure you don't need Cousins? I'm like, no. Cousins went off. I offered, and uh, Jordan this week was playing against Chris. <laughs> and uh, I also had a trade on the table for Ransom, which he never, the deadline hit before he could accept it. And rantom plays Chris next week. I was just going full agent of chaos. You were just de- Oh, you want to destroy Chris. I was I was like There there's this thing called the lobster theory, right? Where <laughs> a lobster has the ability to swim to the top of a tank and escape, but they put the lobsters in there together. Because once one of them tries to swim to the top. All the rest of them grab them and bring them back down. That's why they never escape the water. That's weird. Yeah. Really? Misery loves company. So. <laughs> so. Oh, so. Oh, okay. It's like I only offer trades for the people that were like ranked right above them or the two teams going against them. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show, no longer Tom Kellogg, you can call him Rock Lobster. Hey, Rock Lobster, throwing haymakers You're at hay pacemakers. pacemakers. <laughs> oh. Throwing haymakers, putting haymakers to pacemakers. <laughs> God, what a line. Uh, I, I did oh, not appreciate mind. that. I did not appreciate the fact that he punched me in the pacemaker. <laughs> You punched me in the pacemaker one too many times, damn it. (laughs) One is five. Two times, not acceptable. Uh, I'm using that going forward. Uh, Alright, so Rock Lobster made his picks. So, like I said, I think the Rams will cover uh, their 10-point spread over the Lions this week. I think the Colts are going to cover... Their three-and-a-half-point favorites against Jacksonville, I think they're going to cover because I think that Jacksonville is fucking garbage right now. Just garbage. Mm. Absolute garbage. Jalen Ramsey can't play cornerback, and he fucking can't play hockey, by the way. That whole six months to the NHL thing, fuck you. Um, and then here is my stone-cold fucking lock of the week dolphins bills <laughs> that sp- that over under is coming up to me it's like a person coming up to me and going take me do it you're a pussy if you don't take the over over 40 points motherfucker you challenged me <laughs> You challenged me, you drew a line in the sand, I'm doing it. I am taking the Bills and Dolphins to go over 40 points. I was looking this up. I was looking this up with the Dolphins in particular. Now, they haven't played the Bills at all this year. Mm. I guess they're playing this week, and then they're also playing the day before New Year's Eve. But, looking at some of the results from the past year with the Dolphins... And kind of looking at what the Bills have been doing. They're not good. Let's not let's not get it twisted. But they have been kind of sneaky a little bit with some with some of these wins that they've been pulling out. Maybe not high scoring affairs, but I think 40 points is easily coverable. Yeah, 24-21. I agree. Boom. That's my stone cold fucking lock of the week. Two garbage ass teams rocket ship. He's going to launch and blast the fuck off. Brock Lobster. Tallest guy in the league, Josh Allen. Best arm in the league. Maybe not accuracy wise, but best arm in the league. He's got a fucking cannon for an arm. Is Tannehill playing or is uh, Brock Osweiler playing? I think it's Brock. Oh my god, that's like 13 feet in between the two guys. I think it's Brock. I don't know actually. Are both those guys are like 6'8, 6'12. I think they're. <laughs> 6'14. Ryan Tannehill, I wanna see if he's coming back this week. Cause Brock Osweiler, he's like six eight, right? Brock uh six seven? I don't know. Let's go. I know to he's Wikip- tall as shit. Let's go to Brock uh, let's go to Brock Osweiler's Wikipedia page. Cause that's the most reliable stat. Six seven. Six seven? Okay. Six seven, that's fucking insane. I don't know who's starting this week, but I don't care. I don't care. I think both teams are gonna hit the over. I don't know if Colt McCoy is still starting, but I don't care. Under. (laughs) I think he... I think he... Either that... Oh. Would you... Let me ask you this. So, that's... You... What what did you pick? Uh, Was it Redskins and... It was Redskins, Eagles. I think it was 44 was the over-under. And you took the under? Under. Would you change your mind if... um, Alex Smith played? Mark Sanchez? Yeah. I'd definitely take the under. <laughs> really? Yeah. Hmm. And then I chose the over for the fifty five spread for the uh, Dallas and New Orleans yeah. game. I think that's gonna be a high scoring game. Uh I mean it's kinda interesting the what was the what was the final score? For the Washington game. Did they hit the over-under there, I wonder? I don't know. Here, let me see. I don't know. I don't know, you know. What was the score of that game? Uh, Washington lost by eight. Thank you for reminding me. Thank you. Fuck you, by the way. <laughs> fuck you, fuck you, fuck you hard. Damn it. Damn. Give me hell. Oh, well, you know what? Based on the past few weeks, you might have a chance. I know I have a chance. Wait, are they playing on Sunday night like they always do? The Cowboys? Cowboys? They always play. Oh, wow, I've never seen a Cowboys-Giants game on Sunday night before. Whoopee. Thursday night. That's fucking crazy. <gasps> Thursday night, color rush. I really wish that they would bring back color rush. I like that they just randomly will wear their color rush jerseys at, in no particular order. I, you know what? I hate it. I hate it. I, I wish both te- I wish that both teams were wearing their color rush uniforms. I, really, I actually think, and this is going to sound weird to say, but I think the Dallas Cowboys have the best color rush uniforms in the NFL right now. Or are they all blue? They're all white, but if you look at the jerseys and you look at the stars on the shoulders... It reminds you a little bit of the jerseys that they wore back in like the nineties, and mm. in Little Giants. I see it.
1: That's, I see it,
0: babe. I love it. I love it. Best color rush uniforms in the NFL right now. Challenge me on that. Although you could make a case for Denver, the orange, all the orange and stuff like that, and then they the brought it back the to old helmet. school with the D on their jer- on their helmet. So, all right. So that wraps it up. So we just made our picks. Uh, We'll post them up on the Facebook page. Uh, Make sure to follow it. Like I said, if I lose out of my picks, if I go below 500, meaning I lose two games, win one, or if I go on three, I have to take a shot at breast milk. It's not going to be pretty. It's not going to be fun. But I will do it next week on next week's episode. Mm. We'll do whatever it takes. And... Trust me, we'll have fun with it. Sipping on that titty milk. Sipping on the titty milk. (laughs) So, make sure again uh, to smash that like button on Facebook. Hit us up on Instagram. Straight flexing. (sighs) And then for Thomas Kellogg, or sorry, go on, do it. Thomas Kellogg. No, no, shit, no. We're not calling you Tom anymore. Oh. The Rock Lobster. The, the lobster theory. Dude, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. <clears throat> or if you want to just be called Lobster. Thing um, is, I, I just heard a co say that. I don't even know if it's true. But I feel like it is because it was just as passionate as the way I said it. You know so what? So it I, has to be true. I, you know what? I want to believe it. I don't care if it's... It was on the internet. Right it has thing. to be true. It has to be true. Did you look it up on Wikipedia? I've never looked it up. I just believe that person. They said it with such confidence. You know what? I'm not even going to look it up. I'm going to believe it. I am going to look it up later, but we're still going to believe it. Uh, for Mr. Lobster, uh, this is Jimmy. And, of course, we uh, love Jordan. We want him back soon. Uh, hopefully, he'll be back next week. If not, open hope the week after that. But uh, we're hoping to get him on the podcast again soon. But thank you guys again for tuning in to Sports Culture uh, every single week. Make sure you come back next week. And uh, for Tom, Jimmy, oh, Lobster, Jimmy, this is really long. we got to say, see